Hello Cryptonauts, today is August 2nd, 2020th. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Alright, Cryptonauts, as a reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat, in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you want to collaborate, you can reach out to me through that same Discord uh, app or through the Anchor app and leave me a message. With that said, let's go ahead and get started with your top 10 daily stats. Starting off with Bitcoin settling at $11,666.74 for a 0.5% gain. Second place, we have Ethereum settling at $393.37 for a 3.4% gain. And in third place, we have XRP Ripple settling at $0.29 for a 0.3% loss. And in fourth place, we have USDT Tether settling at $1 for a no gain, no loss. In fifth place, we have BCH Bitcoin Cash settling at $305.22 for a 1% gain. And in sixth place, we have Chainlink settling at $12.48 for a whopping 17.2% gain. And in seventh place, we have Cardano settling at 14 cents for a 5.4% gain. And in eighth place, we have Bitcoin SV, Satoshi's Vision, settling at $226.42 for a no gain, no loss. And in ninth place, we have Litecoin settling at $57.65 for a 0.6% gain. And in 10th place, we have Binance Coin settling at $22.60 for a 2% gain all right cryptonauts that is your top 10 daily stats of the day your overall market cap is at 363.3 billion dollars up 1.7 percent with that said cryptonauts let's get started with your daily news of the day wait that's two dailies dailies news of the day yes let's get to it All right, Cryptonauts, just a friendly reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news, as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. And don't forget to collect your daily candies like I'm doing right now. So with that said, first news coming out from Andrew Hayward. While ETH falls, XRP pumps continues as price hits 0.30 cents. Nearly all, all of the most popular cryptocurrencies soared in the price in recent weeks. Bitcoin briefly hit $12,273 last night, and Ethereum's briefly touched $400. But then, in the wee hours of the morning, both coins crashed. Bitcoin's, Bitcoin, which peaked at $12,273, fell to $11,235 in 5 minutes. And Ethereum, which peaked at $411, dropped to $373. Okay, these are a bunch, oh, a bunch of numbers. XRP reached 25 cents on Friday. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Bunch of numbers, bunch of numbers, and more numbers. I don't want to read a bunch of numbers. If you want to read that, go ahead and check it out by Andrew Hayward. Next news, written by Decrypt Staff. Coinbase struggles to keep up with Ethereum flash crash. Crypto exchange Coinbase has struggled to keep up with Ethereum's flash crash as Ethereum, Ethereum's price briefly hits, uh, hits levels unseen since August 2018. And 
Associated ERC-20 token spikes in price, Coinbase's servers hits some snags. Both Ethereum and Ethereum Classic, as well as all ERC-20 tokens, including those of DeFi Protocol Compound, Maker, and Chainlink, now suffer from a degraded performance, Coinbase wrote in on its website. The issue, as reported in a Coinbase incident report, concerns delayed withdrawals and deposits. The problems hit ETH and ERC-20 tokens first at 5.52 a.m. on Sunday. Just after the flash crash, during which the price of ETH fell from its peak of $411 to $307 within five minutes. Then at 10:50 a.m., Coinbase recognized an issue with the delayed Ethereum Classic deposits. For whatever reason, Coinbase's servers couldn't handle it. It could then be the case of a lot of people trying to sell their ETH to prevent further losses. At the time, the crashed daily trading volume on Coinbase rose from 822 million to 1.1 billion within a half an hour, according to metric sites CoinGecko. Another reason could be that the traders were busy converting their money into others more stable currencies. Okay, next news, written by Andrew Hayward. Latest Bitcoin Core release makes tweaks for misbehaving peers. The newest version of Bitcoin Core, the open source software built from Satoshi Nakamoto's original Bitcoin client released on Saturday, bringing along the modest number of changes and enhancements. Bitcoin Core 0.20.1 is much smaller update than the previous version 0.20 edition released in early June. As the version number suggests, with only a handful of notable changes and a rather slim change log compared to the immense list seen the last time around. According to the release notes, the biggest change pertain to misbehaving peers or users that send invalid blocks with Bitcoin Core 0.20.1. These users are not banned, but they are labeled as discouraged nodes in the log output, meaning that the network is less like likely to interact with them. Incoming connections from discouraged nodes are still permitted, however, they are more likely to be banned. Right next news written by Daniel Phillips. Bitcoin touches $12,000 before suffering massive rejection. Bitcoin briefly touched a 2020 high of $12,071 in early hours of the morning before suffering a dramatic rejection. After climbing from a low $11,230 to over $12,000 in the space of 24 hours, Bitcoin was quickly sent tumbling back below $11,000 after losing more than $1,000 in under an hour. The cryptocurrency has now recovered somewhat, trading sideways between 11 to 11.3 with a neutral short-term trend. Bitcoin, no, Binance says this week didn't cause any liquidations on its future trading platform, but it may have affected those aggregating values across multiple markets using a trading bot, a tool used to trade multiple exchanges and or markets simultaneously. Okay, next news written by... Xi, Xi Yao Kong, China's DeForce, a yield aggregator to rule them all. Can DeForce make a comeback? Give me a second. Along with DeFi hitting a record market cap of $8 billion, DeFipreneurs, wow, that's a new word, DeFipreneurs continue to break the boundary of new experimentation. There seems to be a product going live every day. As the poem says, like bamboo shoots after a spring shower. <laughs> okay. Each has its own story and identity. Perhaps the most eye-catching one is the recent fork of Wi-Fi, which gave birth to Wi-Fi. 
too. But among the OG protocols that are in recent bootstraps, bootstrapped kind, one cannot ignore DeForce earning its notary after hackers exploited a vulnerability to the tune of $25 million. DeForce has been keeping low key since April. Now the team has returned with a new upgrade. This week's Dubbing examines DeForce and explores how the one tainted project is trying to get back in the game. The aggregator of the uh, the aggregator of the aggregators. Like many DeFi projects, DeForce is also playing the aggregator game, giving its users access to other DeFi pools. Okay. Okay. It's all about user experiences. For those who are familiar with Chinese super apps, convenience is king. And if you're familiar with DeFi products, convenience is the first thing to go. That's partially due to the complex nature of DeFi protocols, which upon interacting with each other, seems like a maze that no one can ever escape. DeFi is, DeFi is trying to provide a solution to people who want to harvest yields, but find it too difficult. Describing DTOKEN's design as a liquidity matrix, Yang believes that DeForce will be the ultimate dispatcher on top of the yield. Oh, excuse me. Oh, jeez. Okay, okay, okay. My apologies. Yang believes that DeForce will be the ultimate dispatcher on top of the yield aggregators. Okay, um, taking risk by pulling yield across the DeFi money Lego stack. DeForce uh, D token unlocks the yield power of all DeFi products, including governance tokens. Just like WeChat, D token connects users directly to other DeFi protocols, with the condition that they don't leave the DeForce ecosystem. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Top three things that happened in China last week. Number one, more financial services for miners. Miners are are quote getting serviced. As would he say, somewhat saltily, salt, saltily in Chinese, left, right, and center these days. Babel Finance, a crypto finance services firm that inspires to be the J.P. Morgan of crypto, formed a partnership with Hash Hash Age and Hangjia Group to offer a to offer pledge loans on miner rigs for eligible miners who give the custody of their mining machines. To Hash Age and Hangjia Group, Babel Finance will offer pledge loans, a type of loan that has to be backed with the full amount of collateral. A pool of 50 million USDT for the first round of loans has been prepared. Number two, Huobi launches custody business. Obviously, Babel Finance isn't the only one eye in the digital asset management sphere. Huobi, whose tentacles have reached every corner of the crypto world recently launched its own custody business servicing serving institutions and high net worth individuals but the question is who are all these players vying to be an asset manager and why now number three matrix port launches a derivatives exchange matrix port is no stranger to crypto circles launched by jihan wu in 2019 the firm enjoyed a head start because of its deep relations relationship with the mining community thanks to wu's past connection positioned as one of the as a one-stop digital asset financial services matrix pool is extending that one-stop shop to include a crypto derivatives exchange okay China claimed that it has cracked down on all arrests. Okay, blah, blah, blah. All right, next news. Written by Alexander Beckrans. 
Ethereum Classic traders undeterred by potential 51% attack. Ethereum Classic may have been targeted by a 51% attack, one of the only known ways to compromise the blockchain and execute double spend transactions that credit the attackers with free money. The stewards of the Ethereum Classic blockchain requested that the exchange and mining pools suspend ETC deposits and transfers while they work on what's going on. Crypto exchange Poloniex has suspended trading, though other major exchanges such as Binance have not. The coin's price remains stable and trading volumes for Ethereum Classics has not declined following the hack, according to the data from metric sites CoinGecko. Next new well, hold on, let's see. Was there anything else in there? Uh, no, next news. Alexander Becher, but written by Alexander Bechrans. Alleged Twitter hacker bail set, but will he pay with Bitcoin? Hmm. The team responsible for the July hack against Twitter will need to pay a pretty penny if he wants to wait at home for his trial. But the holdings of millions of dollars worth of Bitcoin should help keep should help take care of that. Per the Tampa Bay Times, bail was set at $725,000 in a Florida courtroom for Graham Ivan Clark yesterday, a 17-year-old alleged to have masterminded the Twitter hack that impacted high-profile accounts such as Elon Musk, Floyd Mayweather, Joe Biden, and dozen more. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Clark may well have the capability, capability to post bail, but he will be re- restricted in other ways. The judge ordered that if he does, Clark will be required to wear an electronic monitor and remain confined at home except to visit the doctor or his attorney, okay? Uh, it's an ironic twist that may have been legitimate. Everyday purchases of Bitcoins years ago may save Clark from the inside of jail cell at least for a few more months. Okay, next news. We are out of news for today, Cryptonauts. Awesome. Okay. With that said, Cryptonauts, make sure you are washing your hands, washing your feet, washing your face, washing your mouth, washing everything, wearing your mask, practice social distancing, and stay six feet and further apart, and stay quarantined if you can, and only go out for essential things. Why? Because this virus is hot. It's spreading everywhere, um, and you don't want to have it, okay? Just, you know, actually, you know what? Enjoy the outdoors if you can. Just practice social distancing, okay? With that said, Cryptonauts, I will catch you all in the next one. Adios.